All right, hello uh, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Twenty Mile Podcast with your hosts, myself, Mike Williams, and Gabriel Barsante. We're really excited to have another founder here with us today and talk and, and learn a little bit more about their march. So today we have really excited to welcome Jose Albus. Uh, he's the founder and chief growth officer at Modern. Uh, we'll let him tell you a little bit more about what Modern is and what they do. It's a team of about 13 people here in Victoria, BC. So Jose lives here in Victoria and he's originally from Barranquilla or Kia. Can't pronounce those L's. Colombia. Colombia. Sorry, yeah. And Jose is a single guy and he's got a background in industrial engineering with a real passion for the arts, which has led him down a really interesting path into online marketing and digital marketing. He loves cooking, dancing of all sorts, from the merengue to breakdancing, apparently. Uh, whether he's good at it or not is, is uh, debatable. Uh, and loves music, especially singing. And Jose considers his superpower to be perseverance and compassion, which I think is a great combination of skills to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you need that perseverance and you need compassion because you're dealing with people and customers and stuff. So that's a really great superpower. But right now, I'll, I'll pass it off to Gabe, and he can take it from there. Thanks, Mike. Well, welcome, Jose. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thanks for coming. Uh, yeah, so start off with Modern. What can you tell us a little bit about Modern, as well as where does the name come from? Because it is Modern with two U's, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. To make it look a little German. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, what happened was that um, my, my business partner and I started with... I had a vision, and I ran into him because he hired me for consulting and he had a vision of creating modern menus. He had a previous uh, application and when uh, and he just kept saying as I'm working with him on the branding and we're going to develop the brand, he kept saying no, me modern menu, I always want a modern menu and I'm like dude, you cannot do modern, anything modern, it's already taken, there's no website, like there's no way that you're going to get a domain. Uh, a Twitter handle, no, nothing like modern. So unless you actually change your names. So you fast forward like three months later when you, we decided to kick off the project. And at that point there was a third business partner. And we ha I had organized this meeting to develop the brand of the new company. I didn't make it. And then the two of them met. I had another meeting, something came up. And at, at, as they're finishing, I, I text and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. They text me back and they call, hey, we got it, we got it. Okay, what do you have? I was I was kind of like very uncomfortable because I was not there and I'm like the marketing guy. And so they're like, modern. And I'm like, dude, we spoke about this. You cannot do modern, it's already taken. It's like, no, 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 wait, wait, it's modern with two U's. And I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. Where are the U's? <laughs> where, where are you putting the U's? What are you talking about? You, modern. M-O-D-U-U-R-N, and I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, it's clearly because I was not in the meeting. But, so I was like, okay, that's not bad. Yes, that is a way of saying modern. It's really I, kind of strange. Uh, yeah, Germanish. is that what you're going, you guys are going for? Uh, I was really, I didn't like it that I was not part of it. And But I'm like, okay, let me see what we can do with that. So I sat down with it like for like five, seven minutes after I calm down and I was like not calm down but just when I was in my senses of like okay then maybe there's something here and I started playing with it and drawing and stuff and then like 15 minutes later I called them back and I'm like I think I have a logo 
I think I have a I, there's something here, and and that's how it got to be. Okay. Nice. And and what was the vision for for this company? Can you tell a bit about that? Um, how our our mission our, our visions mm -hmm. uh, got together was that I've, um, I've had many many startups and, um, but in my consulting, uh, I I started working a lot with big data and prospecting basically what, what the future looks like, prediction modeling and stuff. Uh, at the same time I had uh, a startup with my brother, we developed all sorts of apps and I always had this vision that I, was, I would tell him, hey, I want the app that builds apps. And, and I was like, oh, I don't know, that's complex. And I'm like, no, 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 but you don't understand, everything points to that. It's, it, we, we should be right around the corner of, of be, being able to have an app that builds apps. And, and when, when, was this? this is 2013, okay. 2012, 2013, 2014, around that time. So I kept working on that. I would do public speaking and I would talk about it, uh, about in big data, about how not ro like how robotization was going to happen, but also in, in terms of like software and how we were going to get there and artificial intelligence, machine learning, that, that whole thing. And uh, so my business partner, Alex Cook, uh, hires me at some point to help him with this app that he had. So, honest, you know, I, I'm like, yeah, let's meet this that. We go to the first session. Let's start working on your app. And within the, the the process of me understanding what he was talking about, I'm like, what what is this? He finally uh, kind of like started showing me, and I'm like, oh my god, I get this. This is looking like an app that builds apps. And and he he didn't understand what I was talking about, but that at that moment I come, kind of like connected with it, but I didn't put the two together. We got a call from the third business partner that I was working with me in uh, building apps for a couple of dispensary clients that we had, and or that I had, and the in the mix of the call, um, I thought he thought that I was talking to a developer. I said no no no, it's another guy of the app. And I realized like that basically it was the same. And I'm like, oh my God, you have like, right now your solution is 40% of what I'm envisioning. Let's, let's take this into real, like let's make it into a company. Basically you said, I think I'm gonna change your life. And, and he came back and, and opened some of the connections that had already talked to him about investing in this previous solution that he had. And so we took that concept and we put more into what the technology allows for today more into what the vision of what what's coming down the line and we decided to create this this new new platform that allows for the deployment of um, branded mobile ordering apps uh, for any kind of business so what we created is something that is so modular and so flexible that would allow for all these futuristic things that are coming down the pipeline um, but starting now and that it's so flexible and so integratable that it's ready for IoT, that it's ready for adapting to multiple workflows and types of operations, mm -hmm. and that's what we created. That's where modern right now is. It's that's what it does. So as a user from a company, of course, a B two B thing, but you can use the app with the certain modules to adapt to your own business model and create an app as a, almost like a white label um, for, for that. Exactly, so basically the end result is a white labeling app for your business. Mm -hmm. It's It looks like your brand, it, it follows your brand, and you control it completely. So our clients are businesses 
um, that want to first have new sources of revenue, that want to offer their, their, their customers a better experience, mm -hmm. that want to build loyalty, and that obviously that want to be competitive in a market that, that it's starting to demand it, um, no longer like a luxury. Mm -hmm. So we, what, what this has opened in what we've created is that um, we work with resellers and, and companies and they actually, once they get familiarized with the, with the platform, they start developing their own ways of creating these workflows for their clients. And the, when they present to the client, they're, they're blown away. It's like, wow, I can, can I do this? And it's like, yeah, not exactly like that, but we can do it this way. Uh, so this has opened doors um, from the, what we call the prehistory, where we've, we've been at the um, Winter Olympics in Sochi. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a, a, another pre-version that has been used in Riflandia and, and Rock the Shores. Um, and we have currently clients like Adco Logistics that manages all the, the food and beverages in, in, in big um, infrastructure operations like uh, Site C Dam mm -hmm. and that manages 3,000 or 4,000 employees that order a couple of times a day from a menu which allows them to have minimized the waste, maximize the, the time, delivery, uh, the, the exact the orders how it how they are and now they decided because now with with the new platform they can see all these new features they've actually taken it to to commercialize it so they're making extra revenue from this um, we have other clients like uh, we have a ski hill in Nova Scotia that was lately uh, we have clients in Michigan and we're just starting mm -hmm. to to get out there for sure yeah it sounds pretty scalable and can apply to many different verticals as well time back to your own story as an entrepreneur you got into marketing, but your background is engineering, and you're from Colombia, now you're in Victoria, BC. So, can you, can you walk us through that path? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yes, of course. Um, I'd say that my entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit comes from both family and the environment that I grew up in. As, as a kid, my grandmother used to always call me manager, right? <laughs> she meant basically own your own business. Mm -hmm. And so she would always, at some point, like one time she taught us how, how to make these pizzas. And we loved the pizzas. We started making them in, in our building and we were selling them to the kids in the <laughs> block. And that became a business that I did the pizza probably like two days. Then after that, uh, we're uh, lucky to have staff for that matter, and then it was the staff doing it, and then it was just following on the operation and going to sell the pizzas. Uh, so I would say that would that was one of the first ones. Then it was like melted chocolate candies and, and things like that. So it, it started really early. The fact that I also grew up in a Jewish community in, in, in a Jewish school also helps. Basically, the, the whole culture, subculture of the school is you own your business, you build companies, you just make it bigger and bigger and um, it was a natural progression to to among the choices I had because in Latin America as an artist my dad would have been like no you're gonna you're you're just not gonna do that okay you're just going to industrial engineering become a doctor become a lawyer and, I, and at the time that was the one in fashion I didn't want to be a doctor because he's a doctor so I needed to be different than him uh, I'm the second so I'm the, the rebel naturally and instead I um, uh, what, what, are, what are the other options? Lawyer? No, I don't think so. Uh, 
industrial engineering was on fashion. Mm -hmm. And it was together with the whole 1980s uh, Wall Street idea. Mm -hmm. So going into that and, and the whole background, that's where I, go, I went into. During that time, I also had a other little startup, like the I had a video production where I, at the time, it was a painful process of video editing, but I would create video editing for many, many, many students that would present these videos as part of their, their, their final projects. So this is and during university at this point? This is during university, and during that, it would always guarantee them the highest marks. If you had a video, so it was a great business. I'd, it was terrible for my finals, my own finals. But uh, I was busy, there, it, it was always coming. Uh, to have a lot of fun and, and it was great to see people doing good marks because of it. Then uh, I very early before I finished my undergrad, um, I remember that uh, my dad said, so how about you get your inheritance in life? And I'm like, what does that mean? Well, you, you're about to graduate and, and you've been pushing for that we support you and stuff. I was always trying to like, mom, dad, Please support me with this. I just need a little bit of money to get this going, to send food to Europe, to do this and all the time. And and they were like, no, you gotta focus on studying, finish your degree, then whatever you want. So I was reaching the, the end and and I was like, okay, let's I'm I'm in. So I um uh, I had met some people and uh, got together into creating this software for it was called SophieMed. Software for Intelligent Medicine. So I'm like, oh, the medical connection, this software. And that company uh, took off and then a huge crash with the dot-com. Uh, at, at that time, um, I, that created a lot of stress on me to the point that I, my hair was falling, like alopecia that is just stress-induced. And the doctor said, you know, you are like 26 years old, 27 years old. You're that it's a heart attack in five years. So I recommend that you make a big change in your life. Um, ideally that you move to another country for a while yeah. and uh, that you fulfill a dream when you were a kid. So I'm like, well, okay, I've, uh, um, my dream was to be a movie director. One of my dreams as a kid. Uh, other than being the best dancer in the world and other things. <laughs> but because I did video, this is what I wanted to do. And my master's in communication, TV specialization. So I'm like, perfect, where do you want to go? And it's, my fantasy was celluloid, the old machines, you know? So there was, the digital was kicking in and there was only a few places that still had celluloid training. Mm -hmm. Um, so one that was affordable and that could give me like, I would have the money to uh, just stay for a year or something. It was actually here, the little school called the, the Victoria Motion Picture School. No longer exists, but it's where Ring Partner is now. It, oh, was, yeah. it was right there in that building. Oh, okay. So went there, nine months, got myself a job, networked. Uh, at the time, students were not allowed to work at the time in Canada. But I was able to network and actually build my relationships to get a job as soon as I finished my mm -hmm. school and I did so at the time uh, apparently the school was lacking accreditation so I was not allowed to work and I had been working for three three months so I was super stressed they're gonna kick me out Canada's not gonna love me long story short I called and they were like oh no it's great that you called 
we just want to know that you're here and we, we see that you have an application to be a student because I, was, I didn't want to go at that point. I was, student visa. Did you student visa, yeah. yes. So after three months that I was in Victoria, I found myself one, one, one day walking from, from film school home and telling myself, wow, I'm very happy. <laughs> and I realized I had never done that. Mm -hmm. I may have had a very comfortable life in Colombia, but like saying like, I am so happy, like really deep. And so when I got home, I checked in the mirror and my hair was coming back, like that I could tell mm -hmm. it's coming back. And at that point, I, I decided I'm burning the, the boats and, and staying here, yeah. like Cortez, and I'm not going back. <laughs> so I sold the ticket, the return ticket. I, I sold it, and I said, I'm not leaving until I, I become Canadian or, or, or at least landed um, and, and build a life here. Mm -hmm. It's gonna keep, it's gonna be a longer life, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So that it's an easy math. Mm -hmm. So I just kept pursuing that. And then challenge after challenge, like I, the, the immigrant life, what I call mm -hmm. it. Um, I got the, the crappy job, that underpaid, that overworked, then uh, better. Uh, it wasn't a bad job. I was mm -hmm. consulting from the get-go, mm -hmm. pretty much. But then it was. Uh, then I was working for Trafford Publishing, which it was a, the best. It was a great opportunity. Um, and is it already in the marketing? Uh, At that marketing? point, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, specifically, I, I was um, really quickly I became the, the uh, marketing manager, mm -hmm. then the sales and marketing director. Uh, then I started consulting, and uh, and all the, the, this whole time opening startups on mm -hmm. the side. That was okay. a philosophy like from my dad. It's like get make have a backbone of a job and start building your companies and your business, your own business on the side. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's great, it's the best that you can do. Side hustle, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, if they grow and stuff, then you have multiple options. So I just kept doing that and from like importing these special condoms from Colombia, mm -hmm. I had like, uh, what else? Oh, and uh, 2008, uh, we wanted to do, now, now the technology allows it, it's been done, personalized items that would be fitting what people cho choices it was for like purses for women and they could basically choose what they wanted and fill out some profile and then we would recommend what they needed mm -hmm. then it was i started consulting albis albis consulting and that took me through many many companies of many sizes and many projects uh, in technology mainly uh, on the, among them, uh, some of the startups during that time, uh, TikToking, Labor um, Spes Technology, um, what else? A few others that, that I can't even remember. Um, and uh, until Modern, that it's okay. from two years ago. Who you met through consulting as well. Exactly. <laughs> so consulting, that was, yeah, yeah. that it, it is, I, I love the two. two to be degree, but and, and I would it would allow me the flexibility to actually do public speaking. So mm -hmm. I would travel and I would do these things. Uh, but then um, there was a time where it was like feeling lonely a little bit, and I really wanted to build something that I could share with others, uh, not so centered around myself. Mm -hmm. Like I love myself, and I don't need more <laughs> center of attention. <laughs> I love dancing. I love singing for a reason. <laughs> Number two, my parents weren't paying attention to me. That's how I got. I became a good dancer. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I would say that every time that there's a, a, a project with the passion that I have, modern like this, is is usually like the peak of 
of a combination of a lot of factors and and the fulfillment when it, as as long as it becomes like this purpose this bigger thing it's it's the most amazing experience in, to me so so the three of you started modern mm-hmm. right and yeah. and you're the marketing guy from the start and then you had a, a business partner uh, were the other roles that so the CEO, uh, we, we are four founders. Okay. Uh, it's like the three musketeers that yeah. were actually four. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but so the my, the CEO, um, he, he he comes, he has like 30, maybe I'm probably not doing no job this year uh, to his age or anything else, but has a bunch of years, like 20 years experience in the POS industry. Um, he had been working with a team on the the prehistoric version of modern and um, he had gathered a lot of information. Mine was like from a lot of applications that we deployed, that we created with the company with my brother, and a lot of the clients, I had clients with like intelligence building, uh, dating apps and things like that. Well, TikToking was also a little bit of experience that, it, that I would attribute to it. And, and then we have uh, Richard Butler, who's, uh, he's been in development, but he's also He's, he's also he's been in technology through Cognotion and a few other companies in, in the States, some that are growing at this point, uh, and they're doing really well, and also in the music industry. And that's, that's at this point, yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. the three. The, the fourth uh, partner, Piruz Kaxad, he, is, um, he comes from a lot of government projects, like a lot of technology, he's our CTO, and he's worked with AOD Technologies and he's been involved in projects like the MSP and uh, like a lot of government projects. Mm-hmm. So he has a lot of experience and, and he's a lot of like a big, big important component of, mm-hmm. of our technology today. It's one of those things that I'm glad that he's able to um, manifest our vision mm-hmm. and, and our ideas and like, you know, when you're doubtful. You're like, oh, is he? Is this gonna come out? And it's like, what is that? That is better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah, it sounds like you guys had a pretty complementary team with different important areas that you need to, to get things off the ground. Uh, yeah. Did you have to? Did you raise money like a seed round to get started? Or yeah. So, um, Alex had been mentioning that that there was a couple of clients of the of Free Waiters, the previous version, mm-hmm. um, that had expressed interest in, in, in the business and as a business model and that they would put money in. And so when we got to the point that, okay, w- yeah. that mix, mixed call that kind of like enlightened and I introduced Richard to Alex, Alex, and, and we started actually working on this, that at that moment I was like, this is it, man. The, uh, the signals are there. Everything that we, that we're, now that I get what you were working, that is similar to what I see, that Richard is already like pushing to get more investors, some, some previous investors that, that I've worked with as well. And, and now that we, the, th- the things are coming together. He was always working like, oh, I don't know if I want to take their money. I don't know what to say. And I'm like, dude, don't worry. I'll take you through the initial thing of the startup. I'll take you through the road of it. I see a, an amazing business model. I see a channel for my vision, your vision, Richard's vision, and uh, so let's move forward. And then we, it was the first hundred k that we raised, and we started with prototyping and and everything, getting everything together, and the contract uh, we contracted a UT Technologies local company, and uh, started working on requirements and building it, and then we just 
Richard is a is is a like a bulldog, and you give the bone, he just goes after it. Like he goes really really like that's another perseverant person, um, and started raising and all the point all all the way to uh, one point one that we raised in the for the first one. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a, it's a nice seed. <laughs> <laughs> And we're uh, we're also in the venture accelerator program. We have the signals to start stepping up into to go into Series A. Mm -hmm. So now we have also clients all the way from here to Nova Scotia and south of the border, uh, Michigan. Uh, but last week we had a the um, confirmation, or we started working with this chain in Ontario called Burrito Boys, mm -hmm. and they have like forty locations. So that's that's yeah. fantastic. That just keeps validating and bringing more more and more business have you validated their burrito <laughs> <laughs> i have not because i did i didn't go to the to the the kickoff meeting that they had in in, in toronto oh, okay <laughs> but uh but uh, i i'm pretty sure at some point i will yeah that's one of the things about this in the, being in this vertical of hospitality mm -hmm. is like every time i go to visit a client if it's around I, they usually do it oh 11 or something and that things take an hour it's like hey you want some food <laughs> of course of awesome course. and so far especially you know as you're raising your seed round you're getting started up to where you guys are today what's been your biggest challenge that you as an entrepreneur has encountered in your journey or modern's um, journey so far well um my own i think uh life getting in the way um i'd say that the biggest challenges for me in, in this project has been uh, my health. Um, somehow it feels kind of like 1998 all over again, 2000 or those years. And it was just because another, another kind of like health condition I never saw. Mm. And so I, was, I didn't have the same energy and I thought it was just because I was aging or something. Uh, but then finally at some point, uh, thanks to my mom and a visit, realized, fixed it, and then energy was, the world was amazing again. Um, so, which is one of the main lessons I think in this whole thing is, is perseverance can only take you so far uh, when you have the energy. Mm -hmm. And so taking care of self is extremely important. And like back in like 20 years ago, I kind of like forgot again. You think that you've learned the lesson, or I thought I had learned the lesson, and uh, and yeah, I didn't see it coming. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, like burnout is definitely one of the main things that we try to fight against as, as entrepreneurs, and one of the things that we, we talked about 20 Mile is having that sustainable pace so you can keep going, but mm -hmm. push hard, but don't push it so much that you run yourself into the ground. Exactly. Um, so what are some of the changes that you saw that you made that helped you overcome that well um, I um, how do I say it? I, I, I started I, I was not listening to my body right I always had an explanation for any symptom um, including my uh, how it was at the end or at the bottom of it I, it was affecting my my mind mm -hmm. um, and it was really hard to focus it was hard to 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 um, be consistent, uh, memory was starting to fail, and um, anyway, long story short, I, I think that the mind is something very important to be, to keep track of. Mm -hmm. um, the stability of the mind is something that we depend on, especially as entrepreneurs, all day long. And it 
may give you signals. Um, sometimes it's not that the mind is bad, it's that maybe something else happening mm -hmm. that it's creating that, that it, it, it's a consequence of something deeper, something deeper that, that only a doctor can, can mm -hmm. tell. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was another big lesson, um, just it's kind of like uh, asking for help, mm -hmm. which is another big challenge. Um, when you're persevering, you're just pushing and it, you feel that you're on your own because nobody can push as strong as you can mm -hmm. and nobody may be willing or not. So why wait? Why? It's got to get moved. Let's keep pushing. Right. So um, there's a lot of uh, and I think that's what but at the same time I want I didn't want to be working by myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I did feel that that I, I did feel that I needed to get some more help and that I wanted to have business partners uh, that, I, that I really trusted that I really um, had really good dynamics with not for the sake of business mm -hmm. which is also very important for sure yeah trust is, is very important in any relationship but particularly in business but <laughs> yeah it's uh, we got each other work wives right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all day long or more than all day long yeah. and uh, and it's deeper uh, sometimes really strong conversations that you need to to breathe in and and and, and forgive each other because it's it's uh, you're creating something, and uh, and it takes a lot of effort and that effort there's a lot of frustrations there's a lot of um, uh, exchange of ideas and points of view that you need to reconcile somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it sounds like you know we had a you always had that passion for the arts over the years even growing up. Um, even though you did study engineering, you had that marketing in you that you started to uh, show that more in your professional life when you first got started. Yeah. So looking back, if you were to start today, what would you change? If I was to start today, I would learn how to code. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would definitely learn how to code. Um, I, I love, I, I'm an engineer, so um, that also was a fascination. Uh, almost as 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 art, mm -hmm. I would see that that there's creativity in both, and that the only way as more math as as more mathematical as you can be, you need uh, lateral thinking, new ways of thinking to actually come up with solutions within the confinement of math. Mm -hmm. I always think that um, the the limitation is the the, the structure demands um, of uh, how to validate things. Oh. If you oh like in philosophy, if you oh if you wanted to say that, then you need to back yourself with this and someone that has said that that <laughs> this one that has said something similar, and then you end up validating. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that in, in in university, I'm like that's BS. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What 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 about the creativity? I don't need mm -hmm. to validate that. Let's just test it. I don't need to validate all that or, or all these people to validate this. Yes, I learned that. I, I read them all. Yes, of course, that's why I'm thinking of this stuff, but you're asking me to put that together? No, 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 let's keep moving, let's keep <laughs> moving. Next, let's test it, and then we'll prove it. Mm. That was always my thinking. So I always saw that there's a lot of artistic um, thinking uh, in, in, in that, mm -hmm. in that creating something new, uh, as much as scientific as it can be. So I always kept a lot of art, probably that in my, my, my high school was very similar, where we had, um, we started many, many hours in the day, but we also had a huge emphasis on arts and, uh, and, and to pursue them and to, to always have them around because um, it would stimulate the brain 
it would um, also allow for different spaces and new ways of thinking and so from the high school from home uh, where there's musicians um, and, and my mom is a painter my brother's a musician uh, and we all play some instruments or, or sing or paint or yeah the, the art is always there so I always because I wanted to be this movie director I always try to keep it as much as possible and then when I came here and I was frustrated because I couldn't really go into the guild until I became Canadian and when I look back and how, do, how can I stay in the country because that was the main goal uh, the immigration at the time the, there was a window when I first got here they were looking for artists believe it or not and within a year or something just as I finished it closed and so when I heard this lawyer he's like no they're looking now for business people and I'm like okay I guess I'm gonna go back to business <laughs> right? so I'm like yeah let's, let's make this happen and he's like yeah with that background you're, you're set man it should be all good and uh, so it, a way for me to always keep it um, when I was here and I was not allowed to work I volunteered a lot I volunteered in doing theater doing uh, even playing music uh, always kept some arts around and I met a lot of people that later uh, have the, became really good friends and they've been uh, a great network mm -hmm. for a long time so all, all that artistic thing I always the, the best way that I could combine it in my frustration of being a movie director was marketing mm -hmm. because as much as there it's business and, and I'm like extremely analytical and it's all about uh, measuring and, and, and big data all the way to big data um, the, there is always that artistic component of if you have a, a bunch of data having a new way of seeing it mm -hmm. reading patterns and stuff can be something that I perceive as artistic but also in even within the confinement of what marketing and a brand does uh, being able to at least be creative oh how do we say this how do we create this how do we express that how do we communicate this stuff um, that was always the part that I was like well at least I have a little bit of art <laughs> right yeah. my business man but I have a little bit of art <laughs> and then I would enjoy that a lot nice that's all right yeah yeah that's been really great uh, Jose uh, having you uh, on and sharing your, your story and, and getting to the real depth of uh, you know your your character and your story and, and where you came from and stuff so really you. appreciate you sharing that uh with us and with the listeners i want to thank the listeners for for tuning in and uh be sure to check out our other podcasts available on apple and uh, google podcast as well as uh, check out our website at 20mile.co or follow us at 20 mile co on facebook twitter linkedin and instagram and until then keep marching on thank you